Hi, I'm Steve Arbato. This, as you know, watching every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. on News 12 Plus. This is Lessons in Leadership, Steve Arbato, Mary Gamba. And I don't know if the camera's got this right, Mary. What color exactly do you have on today? Is it this? I, I was trying to think about it because I knew you were going to ask me because I am going outside of my comfort zone. And I do like that we kind of match, but I would call this maybe Yusha. I don't know. I'm just trying to switch it up a little bit. You just kind of match my type. By the way, I want everyone to know Mary has a very considerable expense account for her clothes. I do not, because apparently I work for Mary. I'm trying oh, to get that expense sure. Account. You have some nice ties. I don't even want to hear it. Yeah, I got four. I just keep rotating them. By the <laughs> way, Mary, let's do this. Let's everyone know uh, how Lessons in Leadership is made possible by our very generous sponsors. By the way, there are some new ones we want to plug. Definitely. We have two new ones that we're really excited about. So thanks first and foremost to the New Jersey Sharing Network. They just came on board. And thank you so much for that. You're doing uh, important, important work. And organ then we and have tissue donation. They are involved in organ and tissue donation. Just they are involved in organ Sorry. and tissue donation. And we can do a quick PSA. If you are not an organ and tissue donor, uh, go on to NJ Sharing Network website and sign up today to become an organ and tissue donor. It's so important. Then we have Seton Hall University, another very, very new uh, sponsor of ours, and the Bacino Leadership Institute uh, really is in, is in sync with what we're doing on the communication and leadership end. So we're really excited. And the Institute, the Leadership Institute is in fact at, at Seton, Seton Hall University. University. Yep, we had to make sure to say that as well. And then of course we have Gibbons Law Firm, we have Prager Metis, we have Valley Bank, the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 825, and as we said, New Jersey Sharing Network and Seton Hall University. There's a lot of sponsors. I wonder why I'm not making more money on this show. <laughs> um, that being said, hey, Mary, um, why don't you do this? I've been getting criticized by some for not giving you enough airtime and sucking up all the oxygen. Why don't you introduce our very special guest this morning? Definitely. I am very, very happy to do so. So today we have with us Renee Marino. She's not only a communication coach, but she also co-hosted with Tony Robbins and Dean Grazioso's first ever virtual World Summit, and we'll learn more about that today as well. And she has an even longer extensive resume on Broadway and beyond. So uh, we're pleased to be joined by Renee Marino. Renee, nice to uh, see you today. Hi, you guys. I'm so, so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It's great to hey, hey Renee. I just I want to marry. I like to throw a curveball. I usually have my baseball here. Here it is. <laughs> Mary got the curveball, okay? Because I wanted to see how she pronounced Dean's last name. That's the yeah. only reason I did it. Was I close? Uh, yeah, well, well, I love I love Steve. Often will throw it to me when he doesn't know how to pronounce a name, and that's how I know. <laughs> Renee, and, and what, I'm humble. I don't care. I'll admit that I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'll definitely give it my best shot. What is Dean's last name? Dean Graziosi. Ah, uh, Graziosi. Graziosi. What is this World Summit, Renee? So this was the first ever virtual world summit. And it was this incredible event with trailblazers in the knowledge industry. So we had Pat Quinn, we had Pete Vargas, Tony Robbins himself, who he and Dean Graziosi hosted it. Dean Graziosi, Jamie Kern Lima, who was the founder of It Cosmetics. We had Jenna, uh, Jenna Kutcher, so many more and I had the honor of being the co-host for it and it was so incredible you guys because it was on this virtual stage it's a 360 degree arena where it's all zoom screens so we got to reach people truly all over the world right. so many different countries and we got to just be inspired by these speakers and hear their stories 
You know, Renee, it's so interesting is that, uh, by the way, check at Steve Adubato, our website, steveadubato.org. That's one of our websites for several past interviews with Renee. Renee, just a, a, a brief synopsis of, we met you through Jersey Boys, right? You started yes. in Jersey Boys. Mm -hmm. uh, who was the director? He hadn't done much before that. What's oh, his name? I think it's uh, Clint Eastwood. Clint, no, Clint Eastwood guy, right? You started. You, you can pronounce Clint Eastwood. That's good. You got that one. Yeah, Mary gets the. I'm not going to say that. There's an Italian. There's a word for names that are easy. You know, Medigan. Do you know that word? Medigan. There it is. Leave it alone. So <laughs> it's not. It's not a curse word. So uh, Renee, and then you were. You were also do the Broadway thing you were doing last that you had. We had you in for. Pretty Woman, the musical, and I created my workout series called Pretty Strong Women. So here's the deal. Renee is a communication coach. There are some who think, hey, Renee must have pivoted. She must have changed what her career was to become a communication coach. Tell the real story. No, it's, it's so funny. Mary and I were talking before we started filming, and exactly, you're exactly right, Steve. Most people think, oh, because of COVID and the shutdown, you pivoted and now you've become a communication coach and it actually was quite the opposite once I finished Pretty Woman I did my one woman show in New York for the first time which was incredible and after that I knew that I was ready for a shift a change in my career and while I was doing Pretty Woman I began writing a book on communication and I knew it's like that guttural instinct Steve you know that that little voice that's like yeah you're you're ready for something else and I knew that it had to do with communication. I didn't know exactly how or what. And then I took this incredible course that kind of gave me the structure of how to start my own business. And I just knew, I was like, this is it. I'm gonna be a communication coach. This is what the voice has been telling me. And it's really just been wonderful. So it kind of just timed the, the same exact moment that the shutdown happened. I was already pivoting. You know, it's but interesting. Renee, I, Mary, okay. I was just going to say, Renee, I know that you didn't choose. <laughs> I know you didn't choose the career because of COVID, but it had to have uh, really forced you to pivot, though, how you're doing the communication coaching. Because I'm sure, if I had to guess, you were doing a lot of it in person, and I'm sure a lot of the needs have changed. Can you talk a little bit about that in terms of what has changed now that we've gone to a virtual format? Yes. Well, this is the new normal, everyone, and I keep saying this to my clients and. Every time I, I speak on camera, I talk about how so many people keep saying, ah, I, I just can't wait till it goes back to normal. I can't wait. And I keep reminding everyone that we are starting a new normal and this is it. The virtual world is here to stay. And for me as a communication coach, helping people to become comfortable in this setting, being themselves on camera, speaking on Zoom and in their Zoom meetings and on FaceTime, it's, it's a real skill. And most people overlook it because most businesses have not had to operate virtually until now. So for me, it's even made me pivot in my communication coaching because now I'm really focusing on how to help people become comfortable and bring their authentic selves to the camera. So it's, it's, I'm really honored to be able to do it because I see such a need for it. And those clients that I'm helping really are making such shifts and such transformations, being able to be themselves. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. As you talk about you doing this, and, and I've been a big fan of Renee since the first time I saw her um, in that movie, and our friends, by the way, at Fedway, 
It's a great company that uh, introduced us to Renee a few years ago. It's interesting because Renee, our work, Mary and I, 20 years ago, we started out, I mean, one of the columns I wrote, I believe in the Star Ledger at the time, Mary, was called Your Communication Coach. And in, in my leadership coaching, so much of it is about com communication. And here's the, the question and the point. Mary and I keep telling people, stop with the data dumps. Stop giving people so much information. And I was actually coaching a client yesterday remotely, and I told her, your job is not to show people how much you know. Your job is to connect with them with a clear message, with passion. She's like, but I have to explain to them. And I said, if you're explaining, you're losing. You say, Renee? I say that it's about listening to hear and not to respond. And so much of communication coaching is being able to be a true listener. And as you're saying, Steve, we're in this, in this day and age where everyone, I believe, is just kind of talking over one another. And being a great communicator is so much about listening and also seeking to understand the person that you're speaking to, not to be understood. Mary. Oh, I, it, it's so funny as you were saying that we get so caught up in our own mind and what we want to say and, and so caught up with being right. I constantly struggle with my 15 year old who hopefully is watching this. I'm sure you are Joey right now where I always tell him, I said, you need to listen. You don't need to always be thinking of an argument to throw in there, to put in your perspective. You need to make sure that you fully listen. Um, how do you coach people on that? Because I think intrinsically as human beings, we are all very um, selfish. And, and I don't even mean that in a full negative way, but we, we do, we're there to protect ourselves. We're there to get our point out and we wanna feel relevant. How do you coach someone who literally just can knock it out of their own way? And how do you coach somebody to really become a really active and engaged listener? Step one always goes back to the communication you have with yourself. I am a big, big, you know, um, fan of journaling and I train all of my clients to check in with themselves from the second they wake up. Why do I say that? Because oftentimes the reason we talk so much and, you know, we're trying to get our point across, we haven't taken a step back and said, okay, how am I feeling today? What's going on with me? you know what? Actually, I'm still upset about that argument I had with my husband or my wife yesterday. I'm going to write about it, let it go, and then move on with my day first from a place of being grounded. And what I see, especially in this day and age of technology, of social media, we are all so fast moving that our minds are trained to be distracted. And from second to second, if you know the three of us are speaking and I hear my notification on my phone go off, boom, it's like Pavlov's dog, right? All of a sudden I'm trained to look to my phone and I've checked out. So it's about first taking the time to ground yourself. I you know, believe in meditation, prayer, whatever works for you, but starting your day away from the electronics to really get in touch with yourself. And then you'll see that when you're in conversations with others, you're able to come at those com conversations from a more honest and, and um, a, a place where you're sitting back and not so ready to jump in and speak over the other person. Renee, look, in the time I have left, I'm curious about something. I've often said to people who say, I'm nervous, I'm anxious, I'm afraid, I'm uncomfortable. And my response is, okay, join the club. Um, Renee, I'm sure, first time on stage, first time with Clint Eastwood in the movie, nervous. 
tell people very succinctly and clearly how to deal with those nerves because they exist for all of us just in different ways. You are not alone. I want to tell you all of that first. That is most important. You are not alone. And it's all about how you look at those nerves. Nerves are just energy, right? So you can label them nerves or you can label them excitement. And you can remind yourself that it's the same energy. It's all about perspective. So put yourself in a time and a place when you were so excited and you were like, oh, yes, this thing just happened. I won the lottery. I met the person that is going to be my husband. Whatever that situation is for you, remind yourself of that. And when you feel the butterflies in your stomach, instead of thinking, oh, no, that means I have to shut off. Put those shoulders back, ground yourself like a tree, and put yourself in the spirit of excitement. Hey, Mary, real quick, before we let Renee go, what do we often say about there's a fork in the road? We tell our clients there's a fork in the road. One road is the, is the nerves road, right? Yep. And the other one is? Uh, well, I uh, is it passion? It's passion. So you get to the fork in the road. That's there it is. You have to make a decision. Yes, you're nervous, you're anxious, you're fearful. What if I screw up? Yeah, we got that. That's yep. this road. But there's a fork and there's a decision to be made. And it's also and often, the, oh, go ahead, Steve, I'm sorry. No, but I often say this to, about uh, athletes as well. If you tap into the energy that Renee's talking about, you'll get so far down that energy road, you'll forget. Yes. Renee, is that right? A hundred percent. Look, I'm getting so excited as we're talking about this because <laughs> it's so true. And the second point I want to make everyone, and this is really, really beneficial, is to remind yourself that fear is just a part of, of who we are, right? Our brains were created to, to keep us safe and, and survival mode. So don't worry about getting rid of fear. It's about acting in spite of the fear. And that's courage, right? Courage is not courage without fear. So what I teach is taking imperfect action. And that means still take the action, even if you're like, oh my gosh, there's butterflies. I'm excited. I'm still going to go. Go ahead, Mary, 30 seconds, go. I was just going to say, uh, we always say that it's all about playing the right movie in your head. If you play that wrong movie in your head, it's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you go into that saying, I'm going to, I'm going to forget my lines in this presentation and I'm going <laughs> to fail, I'm going to sweat, I'm going to, they're, they're not going to like it. Then you want to know what, then they're not going to like it. So if you actually yeah. play the right movie in your head going in there that I'm going to go in, I'm going to kill it. You're going to do a lot better. And sure, you still may get nervous. You're still human, but playing that right movie in your head every time always helps. Sure. Well said, Mary. Hey, Renee, you know what? I'm confident that everyone watching right now, not only on News 12 Plus, but on all their other platforms, just learned a lot from you. You helped a lot of people. And I know, I know you well enough to know the primary reason, other than making a living and being successful as a coach, you're there to help people. And that's what you just did. So Renee Marino, communication coach. We've had Renee's information up throughout the entire uh, segment. We wish you all the best. And you have an open invitation on Mary and Steve's lessons in leadership. Thanks, Renee. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day. Well done. We'll be right back right after this. This edition of Lessons in Leadership with me, Steve Adubato, and my colleague, Mary Gamba, is brought to you by Gibbons PC, the Bucino Leadership Institute at Seton Hall University, New Jersey Sharing Network, Prager Metis, Valley Bank, the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 825, and Seton Hall University showing the world what great minds can do since 1856. This is Mary Gamba. If you want more leadership tips and tools, log on to stand-deliver.com. Promotional support for this edition of Lessons in Leadership with me, Steve Adubato, and my colleague, Mary Gamba, has been provided by 
NJ On Air, CIANJ and Commerce Magazine. I could feel my lungs fill with oxygen and I got my life back. The sharing network means to me hope, life, and everything. The sharing network was a lifeline to me when I really needed it. We are an organ procurement organization. The core purpose of the New Jersey Sharing Network is to save and enhance lives. To honor those who gave. A tribute to those who received. Offer hope to those who continue to wait. And remember the lives lost while waiting. For the gift of life. Welcome back to Lessons in Leadership with Steve and Mary. Hey, Mary, real quick, um, before we thank our sponsors again and let everyone know where we can be found, uh, biggest takeaway for you from Renee Marino. Uh, really to find your passion. If you find your passion, it won't only help you in your career and in your life, but will, it will also help you to really calm down those nerves in situations um, when you need to. So uh, really find that passion is what I took away. Also, I'm, I'm interested, I'm sure you'll talk offline because your son, Joey, I don't want to say too much, is an actor. Um, and Renee's background in acting, I'm sure those that experience the challenges, the opportunities, the excitement of being on stage is a big part of uh, getting through that fear, right? Is that fair to say? I think it is. I think as long as you channel that excitement when you get on stage, as Joey always says, like he gets up there and it just, he feels like he's home. Whereas now doing a lot of the theater virtually, it was a big, um, he had to really adapt and pivot along with his peers to just get more comfortable with uh, being in this new format. Yeah, this is difficult. Hey, Mary, let's uh, let everyone know where we are. Sure. Uh, so you can find us uh, so many places. So right here on News 12 Plus, if you're watching us there, uh, you can also find us on Best of NJ, NJ.com. NJBIA, NJ On Air, Spotify, and on CIANJ and Commerce Magazine's website as well. So pretty much everywhere. And uh, also, if you want to follow us on Facebook, you can do so at Steve Adubato, PhD. That's A-D-U-B-A-T-O. Or on Twitter at Steve Adubato. Yeah, by the way, if you're watching us on Sunday mornings on News 12 Plus at 10 o'clock, right at 1030 is Think Tank. Uh, our public television program moved over to News 12 Plus. Um, and I'm there with Nicole Swinerton, our senior producer of Think Tank. It's a great, thoughtful, why it's called Think Tank program, totally different from Lessons in Leadership. Mary, let's set up, believe, Eric Legrand. We interviewed Eric Legrand, an extraordinary young man from Rutgers. He's one on the radio broadcast team, the broadcast team Rutgers football, 10 years ago, almost to the day that we did this interview with Eric. Talk about leadership, talk about a positive attitude against Army. He was hit and paralyzed. His life changed dramatically. In this interview, what you're going to see from Eric Legrand is really nothing Mary and I need to explain or describe. If one of the traits of being a great leader is having an incredibly positive attitude through the most difficult and challenging circumstances, then Eric Legrand is the guy you want to listen to. Fair to say, Mary? Definitely. And he talks not only about his positive attitude and just really how he sees the world differently now, but he talks about being an entrepreneur and just constantly pivoting and adapting, especially in COVID. Um, he is in a high risk um, category. So even just being stuck inside, he's turned that into an opportunity yep. and his attitude is just overwhelming. He needs no introduction, but I guarantee you, you stay tuned for just the next 10 or so minutes. You're going to learn an awful lot about leadership, but more importantly about life from the one and the only Eric Legrand. Welcome back, folks. Steve Adubato with Eric Legrand. By the way, 
Eric is dealing with allergies, so I just want to give you a heads mm -hmm. up in case he coughs or whatever. They're really bothering you today, huh? It really, I don't know what's going on. The first off is 79 degrees outside. The November. November. I thought the allergies were gone. Now all of us, I'm coughing, my eyes are watering, my nose, I'm like, I hear you. What, what else is gonna happen, you know? Hey, you hey, you told me you have a positive attitude no matter what. You're not gonna let the I allergies do. bother you. I'm, I'm not gonna let it. You see, I'm still, I may be coughing a little bit, but I'm pushing through this. So speaking about pushing through COVID, the impact of COVID on you and your work, go ahead. COVID has been uh, a damper of 2020 for not only myself, but millions upon millions of people. And I had a lot of stuff planned for 2020. I'm not going to lie. We were going to try to a huge campaign with the foundation to raise a million dollars for my 10 year anniversary. We had a, a bunch of stuff planned to get there and do it that had to be pushed away. I had multiple speaking engagements lined up for month after month after month. Couldn't do those, couldn't go there. So it definitely affected my pocket, you know. And, in some sort of fashion. And then also some other some other events that I had, you know, planned. But I will say honestly, Steve, with COVID, it allowed me to take take a step back and reflect. And honestly, I started getting into audiobooks, started reading and then spin it spin my mind in a positive direction, which I'm gonna start talking to you guys about in a little bit. So I wouldn't let it just knock everything down. Well we'll do that because again, this will be seen in 2021 as well. So I'm curious about this. For those who are and there are a lot of folks, uh, we have teenage boys who are like, I can't do this anymore. I kid, the remote thing is just killing me. And not just my kids, but millions of people across this country, people in our region watching this show who are saying, I can't, I just can't do this anymore. Give them a message. Talk to America, LeGrand. This is not a task that we ask for. Stay disciplined. Stay hard. Think, now, don't only think about yourself. Think about the other people because no, always remember this. No matter how bad your situation may be, not being able to go to school, not being able to go to work, not being able to do this, not being able to do that, there's always someone that has it worse than you. Remember that. I have only been out probably since March 11th, 10 to 15 times in all these months. So just imagine I'm stuck upstairs in my room because I have secondary complications because of spinal cord injuries, but I'm staying focused on the task and I'm staying positive. I won't let COVID get to me. I'm being smart. I'm not going around a bunch of people, but other people I know we have things that we have to do. We want to live our lives. I understand that, hmm. but we also have to look at the bigger picture here. If we can get through this and get get it just out of our system, we'll be able to go back to that life again very soon. You just helped a lot of people. Uh, hey, Eric, do this. Uh, I told you before, I'm a student of leadership. I've written about it. I teach it, coach it, make mistakes all the time as a leader our program lessons in leadership with uh, my colleague, Mary Gamba, we look at all the time. How would you, what would you say the keys to great leadership are? Keys to leadership is allowing to step back, formulate a plan around a situation, listen to opinions of the people that are closest to you, and then go execute those plans. Stuff is going to be thrown your way with this, that, this, now, how do I help these people? How do I help these other people over here? You have to take, like I said, take a step back, actually see what's going on, formulate that plan on how you can help each individual. Then being able to make that decision and staying firm in that decision and executing that plan and leading by example. Not everyone is always, you know, as in football, we always say the loud hoop and rah, yelling and cheering. Mm. Some people just come in each and every day and they go to work and they stay consistent in their work each and every day. And people start to gravitate towards that. 
and having a positive mindset to be able to lift up the people around you and inspire them. Hey, stay on, stay on sports for a second. I often say in my seminars on my coaching around leadership, I use football analogies. Um, I say sometimes you have to call an audible. You have a play designed, you know it's going to work, but you look at the defense, it's set up differently. You're a sports analyst. By the way, let everybody know your uh, credentials as a broadcaster, please. Yeah, I, I do the Rutgers football games. I'm on the Eric Chris Carlin, Ray Lucas. I work with Big Ten Network, Sirius XM, and ESPN Radio. Just want to check that out. So, mm -hmm. hey, ready? You got to call an audible because the defense is set up a certain way. You're not going to go with that play. What does that have to do with leadership? If I say you got to be agile, I call it strategically agile. You got to call an audible. What does that mean to you? Preparation. Setting up for all things that could be, all the possibilities of things that could happen. Yes, they, you may not sometimes be prepared for, oh, they, they threw this at us. I hit this on, okay, how do we formulate a plan to attack against that? When you look at the defense, they come out there, they prepare too. They know your tendencies. They know what's going on. How do you shift? Okay, they want to do this. Watch. Watch me fake them with this screen. Watch me fake them with that. Preparation creates luck. People always say, oh, he got lucky. No, he was prepared. They were prepared. You were prepared for a certain situation, and that's how you got to look at it. And that includes uh, technical things that go wrong, um, contingencies. If that, that, But here's the problem, Eric. You can't figure out everything that can go wrong. So what do you do? When, uh, when you can't figure out everything that goes wrong, you have to be able to absorb a blow and then pivot. Pivot to the next thing. I have a great example for that. My 10th no. annual walk to believe this year. We were supposed to have it at Rutgers like we always do. My 5K, run, walk, roll. It was going to be at night with a glow stick running, fireworks, all this stuff. COVID comes. Can't have a gathering. Thousand people. We, we're not allowed to do that. What do we do? We pivot. We make it a virtual 5K run where people can do it in their own towns, in their own time with them, you know, socially distanced from everybody. And we end up getting all participants from 50 states, two U.S. territories and 10 countries. And we've raised, we've raised $190,000 more than we ever did before in our lives during COVID. Yes. You know what, Eric, if you don't mind, Eric, I'm writing a book on leadership and innovation mm -hmm. in the age of COVID with my colleague, Mary Gamm. Would you mind if we include something about that? I know you're not Absolutely. gonna say no, because you love publicity and branding. Absolutely. <laughs> We did that, man. We did it still. I'm, I'm very happy. To, I'm very proud to see what we were doing. <laughs> All in a month and a half time. You got two minutes left. Um, do the entrepreneurial stuff. You got a coffee shop? What are we talking about? So COVID allowed me to go into my entrepreneurship mindset. And in summer of 2020, I'm, I'm proud to announce that the Grand Coffee House will be coming to my hometown of Woodbridge, New Jersey. And in the new year, starting in January slash February, we're going to open up our own online shop and go national. So I got some good stuff brewing for you guys. I believe you're gonna to want to try. 85% of the world drinks coffee. Try some of this LeGrand coffee. It might change your life. Your you're always thinking. Give me 30 day. seconds on Believe Park. My park in my hometown. Oh man, it's just special. I grew up there as a kid. Played so many sports. Got in trouble there. Got had it. Just it grew, it grew me into the person I am today. To have a park that is in my hometown named after me, the Eric LeGrand, Eric LeGrand Believe Park. It's just something special. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, you won the Jimmy V Award, you know, for the great Jimmy Valvano for persistence, excuse me, perseverance in 2012, the SB Awards. You won every award. You're in the Hall of Fame, 2020 Rutgers Athletic Hall of Fame. What is left for Eric LeGrand to accomplish? 30 seconds, go. The biggest left for me to accomplish is getting back on my feet, walking again, and inspiring as many people as I can along the way. The job is still not done. Oh, the awards are great. The accolades are great. 
But until I'm up out of this wheelchair and the 5.6 million people that are dealing with some sort of paralysis have hope and belief that they can go back to live that able-bodied life, the job is not done. And you have no doubt, you believe <laughs> I that believe it's gonna happen. I believe each and every day. We're, we've come into 10 years I've been injured. Who knows what we'll be in the next 10 years, 20 years, it's gonna be something special. Eric, um, I'm honored, <clears throat> even though we're remote, to have you with us to once again be able to interview you, whether you're in person or remote on Zoom. You're not just a great interviewer, you're a, just an amazing human being and you honor us um, by being with us. Wish you all the best, you and your mom and your family. Um, take care and you have an open invitation at any time. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate it, Steve. Thank you for having me. See you next time. This edition of Lessons in Leadership with me, Steve Adubato, and my colleague, Mary Gamba, is brought to you by Gibbons PC the Bucino Leadership Institute at Seton Hall University, New Jersey Sharing Network, Prager Metis, Valley Bank, the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 825, and Seton Hall University, showing the world what great minds can do since 1856. This is Mary Gamba. If you want more leadership tips and tools, log on to stand-deliver.com. Promotional support for this edition of Lessons in Leadership with me, Steve Adubato, and my colleague, Mary Gamba, has been provided by NJ On Air, CIANJ, and Commerce Magazine. Construction companies work at the heart of our communities. So do the operating engineers of Local 825, who build our roads and bridges and ensure the safe transmission of energy that keeps us on the move. Local 825 works with contractors as partners in quality, safety, and training. Our achievements stand as monuments to collaboration that will last for generations. This message has been brought to you by the members of Operating Engineers Local 825. Better building begins here.